0: Yes. Good morning. This is Mt. Clark, and this is Bible study with the Zicattis. With um, we're joined by Arthur and Susanna Zicatti, and my my wife Tammy Lynn Clark, and we'll uh, be joined with uh, uh, by Pastor Bob Costello as well as, as or at least it's reported. Uh, good morning. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good morning.
1: morning. Yes, we've had a whirlwind week, two weeks of family and. An interesting, I guess you could say, you know, there's a movie, something like Three Weddings and a Funeral or something where we had three crazies and a funeral. So um
2: mm. it's been
1: an interesting week to kind of see the hand of God work mm. um in the lives of our three children. And you know, it's interesting. I know Timmy Lynn you and Mark are dealing with this also. We're dealing with grown up kids, adult children. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Well, it's different.
3: It's adult by name. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, you know, the, my kids can vote. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, and uh, as for uh, leaving the nest, we'll, we'll, we'll patiently encourage them as they go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but we we'll wait. Yeah.
1: We'll do and Tammy Lynn, you have one that's in the military? Correct. Yeah. Nice. And she's doing well she is she's doing very well
0: she um got her orders uh, officially and will be heading out to japan for three years
1: oh well we should get her in touch with our nieces out there yeah not in japan so we'll talk about that later but anyway i mean it's just it's just interesting seeing Mm -hmm. our children grow up and and now of course i've got my grand my three grandchildren and to see the the dichotomy between dealing with adult children and dealing with my grandchildren who are, you know, three, five, and, and one. And, <laughs> and how
0: it's different and yet sometimes very similar. <laughs>
3: Last night we pulled, uh, we pulled a dinner together with mm-hmm. uh, our three kids and um, grandkids and a few f- peripheral friends. Uh, Big of, table. Of our kids. And it, it really was uh my dad used lived for moments like that with the family mm. all gathered around the table he just uh, that was his greatest joy and i couldn't help thinking of him as we enjoyed one another's company uh, along with uh, stories and arguments and food and and kids you know in the midst of it running around all over the place and dogs and it was just uh, uh, it was it was bedlam in one on one respect, but it was just so beautiful in another respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a snapshot of life, <laughs> the way that it is.
1: Anyway, I thought it was interesting because your title is A Balanced View. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes you feel out of balance, you know, when yeah. you're dealing with with the death of a, of a person. Right. My sure. daughter-in-law's father passed away on Wednesday. And that's why they were with us. And then, but yet we've got a, w- a wedding coming up in May for our middle daughter. You know, it's it's kind of like one of these, how do you balance those things? Sometimes it skews one way and sometimes it skews the other way.
2: Right. Yeah. But
1: I've always said that balance is the key. That's always been my
3: hallmark word. Right. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and what was it? I think it was Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Mark uh, mentioned that in his, his blog. That was the uh,
0: primary theme yeah yeah basically i talked about um you know a friend commented you know just shared a couple uh words on uh you know the how time is always in transition and um and i spoke about how uh we have to find the balance of meeting our our daily responsibilities and enjoying our lives and you know how we can how we have to do both you know we should do both uh-huh. have peace but of course the ultimate peace comes from having the balance that's creative of knowing you have a redemptive relationship with the lord and you have peace that goes beyond all understanding of of having that eternal relationship as well so you can deal with the hectic things in the here and now with that underlying assurance that you're secure accepted and significant in christ
2: yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: I, loved, all very important. Uh, I love what you wrote. It says the juggling act of dealing with responsibilities and finding rest will still be required, but the way we do it will be different. Instead mm-hmm. of desperately reaching for circumstantial remedies for happiness, we can actually hold on to and keep the joy that comes from knowing and living with the Lord in our lives. And I thought that was beautiful.
0: That's, That's a great quote.
1: The Lord sent me to Isaiah, you know, um, Isaiah 32, 16, it says, then justice will dwell in the wilderness and righteousness will remain in the fruitful fields. The work of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness will be quietness and assurance forever. <clears throat> My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation in a secure dwelling in a quiet, resting place. So sometimes when we have all the chaos right. like we did last night, mm. the, the noise and the running and the laughter and the and the whatevers, and um, all of that, there was peace. Yep. There really was. There was a sense of calm mm-hmm. underlying, like a current, like a, a river current. That was just underneath just quietly peacefully moving i agree um
3: i think uh, there was uh, something right about it there was just something right mm-hmm. about
0: well it. you guys all came together in a, in a context of love you know um, really you know did. that's the one thing as different as each member of your family is you had right. the common bond that was you know you know of, of familial love and as you guys yeah. have set the foundation you know yeah. Um, that was there too, you know.
3: So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for all that. We thank you for making that available to us, Lord. Mm voice in um, uh, the glimpses that you give us of of eternity.
2: Yes. Uh, The
3: way that you've created uh, uh, things in such a way that reflects your glory and your majesty and your wonder. And uh, we uh, get to... touch the hem of your garment periodically in such Mm -hmm. a way that uh, captivates us and and catapults us to the next level and and grips our hearts and we're so grateful to you this morning lord god we ask for your blessing over our time together that indeed you would be honored and glorified in our midst lord that you would be the center of attention the focal Mm -hmm. point of our conversation and Mm -hmm. our thoughts and our meditations and Everything that is said and done here today would would uh, lift your name on high and give you glory. We speak blessing over in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: So with all that said, the, the title of our uh, study this morning is A Balanced View. Uh, I really felt as though I, I wanted to um, just add to <laughs> last week's um, study because it um it was uh, i i felt as though it was it was narrow and there's more to be said about the salvation experience we gave a uh, a, a very narrow view of of one man's salvation uh, mm. and not to undermine it at all uh it's still completely <clears throat> valid everything mm-hmm. that was was said and everything that was uh translated into scripture uh was uh, <clears throat> to be reckoned with but there's uh, more to consider we you know we could almost wish that I, I i wish that god saved me and then killed me you know because the, <laughs> the I've,
0: I've, I've done that <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know and there's something uh uh romantically beautiful about the thief on the cross because he has that deathbed <clears throat> conversion and uh uh, although he, even in a short period of time, he suffers much, much tribulation. Uh, he, yet he, um, he, Hold on to the you know, he holds on to the promise uh, for dear life.
2: And
3: yeah. he, 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 makes it in. And so, oh, pa- Pastor Bob is joining us. Yeah. That. Good morning, brother.
2: And,
0: and on that, Arthur, you know, that the sincere desire for, for Christians to be holy um, you know, you know, they know that, you know, they want to come into the, the, the kingdom of grace and they want to walk the walk and they want to talk the talk, uh, in the past, you know, in church history, um, people, people thought they shouldn't get baptism, you know, and to be baptized, uh, into the Lord until they were near death. So they wouldn't mess it up. Um, but that was obviously, you know, uh, uh, an erroneous, uh, you know, view of, uh, what baptism is and, uh, and yeah, we don't, and the fact that you don't have to earn it, you know, you don't have to earn your salvation.
3: Indeed. So we're, we're going to look at, uh, some, an expanded view of, uh, salvation, the salvation experience and, and the verse that I, I, um, one of the, open with is out mm-hmm. of john's gospel says if if you love me this is jesus speaking if you love me keep my commandments mm. and i sort of cherry picked fourteen fifteen but he says this at least four times in john's uh, gospel and then it's repeated in in first john it's sort of an echoing of uh, uh jesus really emphasizing this point you know you talk about the Oh, we we would talk about the double annunciation of deity and here it is uh, four times jesus is emphasizing if you love me you'll keep my commandments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um as i said last week we made a case that the people on the cross uh <clears throat> invitation to heaven was exclusively based on his confession and jesus's promise right you know there was a, a kind of uh, marriage took place there a, a covenant was cut and uh uh, an agreement was made, and based on his recognition, uh, we talked about how that how that may have happened. He saw the exact same; he, he had all the same information that the other guy had, but somehow, mm-hmm. him the light bulb went on, and so to speak, uh, he had a revelation uh, in his heart as to who Jesus is and, and was in the moment. And um, he got it, so to speak. And he, based on his his uh, public confession, he, Jesus it invites him home, invites him into the kingdom, and, mm-hmm. and we promise, saying that mm-hmm. that very day. Uh, so, one might call this the uh, uh, the minimum requirement. But we have uh, number one on, under our outline that. It says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm-hmm. And wow, that's a, that's a pretty broad statement. That speaks to every foxhole, every you know, oncoming car situation, every uh, uh, near-death experience or whatever. Uh, in this verse, it's, I've taken it from Acts 20, uh, 2.21. Peter is preaching at Pentecost, and he's quoting Joel 2.32, right? This is the Joel prophecy. The word that he uses for saved is sozo in the Greek meaning to save or heal or cure, preserve, keep safe and sound, rescue Mm -hmm. from danger and and deliver. Mm -hmm. Uh, The uh, uh, (coughs) Hebrew word from Joel 2.32 is malat and that is often translated as delivered. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we could look again, upon this and, and call it the minimum requirement. Later in, in verse uh, Acts verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 20, 41, we learn that those who gladly received his word were baptized and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. So again, here we see uh, a, a kind of methodology uh, that uh, every time we see a methodology in, in scripture, we rush to reproduce it and, and uh, print t-shirts about it. And, uh, you know, uh, tr- how, how do we, uh, we take it as a, as, as a, this is the way it's done, so to speak.
2: Mm.
1: But, I'm just curious. Yeah. Pastor Bob now in my experience being raised Baptist, you know, um, every church service, whether it's morning, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, or Wednesday night, whatever, there was always what we had called an altar call, and it was, you know, you know, we would sing a song, and of course, my conversion, when I was seven, it's a long, crazy story, but, and someday I'll tell you guys about it, but um, I knew in my heart of hearts that I needed it, and they were singing um, Onward Onward Christian Soldiers, Mm -hmm. and I just, I went up, and Gave my heart to Jesus, and then later was talked to, you know, with the pastor and, and my parents, and then we, then I was baptized. But I always thought that that was so important in my growing up. And now, now I'm in a Pentecostal situation, and that doesn't happen. There really isn't an altar call where people can come up to and make a profession of, a you know, confession of faith. What,
4: what about your church? I always do it. Yeah. yeah. Still do it. When I preach, oh seven 7 to call.
1: Good. Okay.
4: People raise their hands and come on up and pray, and pray for them whatever the need is, you know.
1: Sure.
4: The word goes out and then they get the word and then God's moving and then they respond to the word. Nice.
1: nice. Yeah. What about y'all's church?
0: Um. Yeah, I would say, <clears throat> and then not daily, not every every service. Um, but there's definitely an emphasis on um on on salvation. Um, uh, Star Point Church is specifically sort of geared to those who are sort of interested, and uh, really is trying to be a, a welcoming church to welcome people in who may or may not be necessarily, uh, you know, Christians yet. Um, so there is definitely an emphasis on salvation and the fact that, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it's, it, it's a welcoming church in terms of, you know, making, and it's clear that, that, the, uh, the, the design is to make Jesus your Lord and savior. Um, the, 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 you know, what, when Arthur was speaking about calling on the name of the Lord and be saved, I really felt in my spirit, um, uh, something just to say, um, about that and the fact that you know um like you said those last moments people could call on the lord and be saved and so i think it's just our uh, you know i really felt my spirit just to you know i was encouraged to like keep talking uh about our faith and um because the seeds of you know the seeds we plant could be harvested at the last moment and without our knowledge and yep. you know you guys recently went to a funeral and you know, in those instances, we should be t- talking about Jesus and, you know, and we should never go, well, I think this guy, you know, as much as we may suspect that, that the person who died didn't have a relationship with the Lord, um, if they knew Christians and knew that was an option, you you don't know someone's last moments necessarily. Um, uh, one of the guys at work lost his brother and he was torn up inside because, um his brother had called him, um, and he apparently was having a heart attack. And he called his he called his he called this guy at work, and he didn't get the call. And then he was torn up about it because he could have maybe saved his brother. And you know, I I reminded him, you know, that and this guy didn't his brother didn't have a, a really a righteous lifestyle at all. Um, but they did have, you know, some some Christian tradition in their life. And so in those last moments when he couldn't reach out to his brother there's a possibility that he could have called on the name of the lord and you know we should we 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 don't want to consign people to hell because we don't know that and we always want to offer people the hope uh for that you know obviously we don't want to you know say oh we just wait until the end but uh but i just think it's a good encouragement for us to live you know fully as christians and to let people know that that you know that you can be you call on the name of lord and you can be saved and
3: yeah, be specific and then, about it in, in what you just said we defect to genesis eighteen twenty-five, which says uh shall not the judge of all the earth do right
0: right so, and so that, one way or the other
3: and i don't believe that anybody who is uh uh predestined or or uh, uh is going to miss the boat somehow so I don't think God's going to mess up, even though it's it's His desire that that all would come to repentance. Yeah. Um,
0: Some people here. don't choose it, you know, and, and that's and, the thing.
3: Yeah, and what as we see much here, as
0: those doctrines, sort of a predestination, come along, it's like, well, right, their heart was right or it wasn't, you know what I mean? And you're never yeah. you're never taken off the hook as you know, consigned to hell. Somehow, God's sovereignty and man's free will. You know, God gets it right. You know, as you said.
2: Yeah, indeed.
3: Um, the uh, Acts chapter two passage becomes a, a, a pattern for what Susanna experienced in in the Baptist Church. Would would uh, Bob uh, typically uh, walked in when when pastoring? The word would go forth. Uh, uh, Peter preached a word. He gave a, a salvation message. Uh, of course, he he added he added the little caveat of this Jesus whom you crucified. Mm-hmm.
0: Those, just, just, <laughs> we
3: don't,
0: we don't say like, that. But,
3: uh, so he he the, the word uh, went forth. It, it accomplished uh, what it is intended to do. And as I said in in verse forty one, it goes on to say that three thousand souls were added. <clears throat> Uh, to to them that day so that was uh that was that was a big that was a big day
2: mm-hmm.
3: based on again on not a huge volume of doctrinal information uh, uh, just uh, a simple preaching of the gospel and, and a response to it
2: mm-hmm.
3: so Romans 10 nine which is You know, one of the key verses in what we've come to call the Romans Road when when leading someone or or guiding someone or inviting someone to salvation, uh, Romans 10 9 adds belief into the equation. It says if if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So this is a uh this is a uh uh uh, an addition uh, to the equation uh, obviously the the thief and the cross didn't have have all of this he there was no uh, there, there, there was only a a, a a prelude to to the resurrection at, at that point it was something that he could only envision or or look forward to believe in by faith uh, as we all do even in the aftermath we don't have the the physical evidence uh, standing right in, in front of us of of uh, uh, resurrected Christ, we have we have the testimony of of the witnesses and and the gospel and, and the bi- bi- biblical authors and writers who, as we've said through this whole study, the authorship that is the divine authorship. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, <clears throat> Based on on the information that you have, if you confess with your mouth, now there is we know we understand that there's power in that. Even in the in the first uh, uh, example, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, uh, there's a uh, an inference that that's a, a verbal calling, a calling out, right. a crying out uh, mm-hmm. to God for help or for salvation or for deliverance. But in this, we start out with the confessional element, which is evident. You know, everybody can see that. We it can it can be witnessed. It can be codified. It can be re- recorded. Um, but then the introduction of this "believe in your heart" thing. Wow, you know that's uh, this. Is,
0: that's more than saying it, isn't it?
3: Yeah, uh, that's um, uh, that's a, a very uh, interesting element. Uh, I, I think maybe you know, the first glimpse that we. Get of that is from Samuel. I think it's uh, back in in chapter uh, uh, 15, where uh, where David is anointed king of Israel, mm-hmm. and Saul, uh, or not Saul. I'm sorry. Samuel is is going uh, through all his brothers. He goes to the house of Jesse mm-hmm. in Bethlehem. Uh, he says uh, the Lord leads him to the house household of Jesse, and he says, "Show me your sons and." And he, he goes past each one, and, and the Lord says, Nope, nope, not him. Next, next. And these were fine strapping boys. It seemed like any one of them was, uh, was king, kingship material, right? They, they were right from the picket, these, uh, these Jesse boys, right? Yeah. But uh, God um, uh, passes over each one of them, and Samuel is compelled to say, Do you have any others? And well, there's you know there's a, that that uh, scrappy young whippersnapper out in the field watching the sheep. I didn't even I didn't even bother to call him because uh, what's the point? Uh, he's just a wise guy. And, uh, and he's young uh, and, and he's, he's young, reckless, and, and he's and and so, lions and bears. Yeah. And, uh, and and so you know God gives Samuel a word. He says, "Don't look on the outward appearance." You know um, I I don't look on the outward appearance. Uh, I look on the upon the heart. And, and that's huge because that gives us, a, again, a word and a pattern and an understanding that God alone looks upon the, on the heart. Now Obviously, we have evidences of a person's heart condition. Um, but as you know, I, I think Susanna was pointing out or, or Mark you know, We can't rush into judgment on that as if to say and declare that someone is, is, uh, is reprobate or someone is just bound or for destruction or anything like that. We don't, we don't get to say that we're not the, uh, we're not the heart police. We are just, um, the ambassadors and, and we bring, we bring the word and, and allow it to do its work in the heart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, belief is a, is a powerful ingredient in this, in this equation. Uh, the word is, uh, um, uh, pisuo, pisuo mm-hmm. from pistis meaning faith so uh there's a you know there's a, a link and a connection here between the the heart condition and faith Verse mm-hmm. um, <laughs> 11 6 says without faith it's the great faith chapter it's impossible to please him please God for he who comes to God must again believe that he is yeah. and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently <coughs> seek him Mm-hmm. So uh, this element of belief is uh, it, before us. I love the story of, uh, I, I think I've told this before, but it's certainly appropriate. Anytime speaking of belief, the guy who's crossing Niagara Falls on a tightrope with a, with a wheelbarrow,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and he, yep. he, he stirs up the crowd on one end, and he says, do you believe I can do it? And everybody is cheering him on, yeah. Yeah, go for it! Yes, we we believe you can do it. Go, and he 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 crosses the the falls with the wheelbarrow, and he comes back, and the the crowd goes crazy, and and he asks them if if they believe he can do it again. And they, yeah, do it again! Do it again! Come on, let's go! Let's see it! And and he says to the crowd, okay, who wants to get in the wheelbarrow? Oh, you know, so sure. there's there's the <laughs> test of belief right uh, there, right? You know, wants to get in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> who wants to go, man?
1: <laughs> i'll believe in jesus but i don't think i'll believe in that guy
3: yeah um, that i'll i'll believe in jesus but i'm not I, i'm not sure i want to get in the wheelbarrow because the wheelbarrow of the christian faith is can be uh, yeah. uh
0: precarious yeah <laughs> but but it is sure and um i love the uh you know that you brought up hebrews 6 and um and it's it it's it's not just believe you know our belief has to, that he is, and that he's a rewarder, uh, points to, we have to specifically believe in, in Christ and his atonement, um, as meaningful, um, you know, that, that, that like, I believe that, that it was, um, it was for a purpose and I'm going to place my trust by getting in that wheelbarrow and it, you know, and I'm going to put my, my, my whole, my whole being, uh, yeah. Trusting in in this guy who died on a cross, um, yeah, you know.
1: Exactly, but the piece that makes it all the more strong is the fact that it says that you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Raised
0: him from the dead, yeah. There's
1: all, there's all this concept of oh well, he I saw him die on the cross, I saw him die on the cross, but then there were those who saw him raised from the dead, and he right. was, and he is. Sure. Seated at the right
0: hand of the Father. You know, this brings up something I wanted to uh, talk about at a previous study that I was on the tip of my tongue and I forgot about it. Um, in the musical Jesus Christ Superstar, the, the show ends with Christ dying. The end, there's no resurrection. It's just he was a really nice guy and that's uh, the end of the show. I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Uh, you guys missed something. Um, it's not just he was a nice guy who died it was he was god because he raised he was raised from the dead and he came to earth to tell us he was god you know
3: well that ushers in the coexist generation right Mm -hmm. you know because jesus was a really nice guy who had some great ideas although we don't really believe that all his ideas were great but most of them were great uh and we can Mm -hmm. follow the great ones and and leave the other ones behind because we do the same thing with uh muhammad and we do the same thing with Gautama buddha and um you know joseph smith was a really great guy and uh uh who's the mooney guy oh um sun young moon oh he's great guy <clears throat> and, and, oh no
0: we have we have he's... the contemporary uh people we follow now like einstein or sure robin williams or martin luther king these are nice people now martin luther king was a man of faith um but the others just sort of really smart guy really funny guy really compassionate guy or whatever and these are the idols we put forth nowadays
1: right i think that that's uh, that's the key is that we put them as idols before us
0: yeah
1: but the one that stands out is jesus
3: because he is different yeah
1: He's completely different. Yeah,
3: and that's the watershed moment. That resurrection <laughs> is the watershed moment. Uh, uh, nobody else has a has a has a resurrection in their uh, repertoire. And you know that is, that's Freud says the fear of death is the the you know the the basis for all the other fears. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not so much afraid of heights. I'm afraid of that 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 sudden smack on the ground after you, after yeah. you fall. Right. Mm. So, um, mm. and, and this is the human condition that all have died, you know, uh, or are going to, and how do we, how do we process that? How do we, you know, having, you know, gone through a, a death, seeing a man robust, uh, or at least having, having life and expression one day and, and then three weeks the, later he's gone. next day, not um,
2: mm-hmm. he's
3: gone. And we use all kinds of flowery language to, to insulate ourselves from really thinking too much about it. He's passed away. He's gone to heaven. He's gone. You know, he no longer with us. Uh, um <clears throat> Rest, rest in peace understanding, yeah understanding genuinely understanding and finding peace about it mm. so so indeed the, this belief goes much deeper it's not just believe in a, a guy with a uh, a great uh, perky philosophy um you know we we talked about this last week with the with the thief on the cross and he engages certain um experiences and insurrections So he confesses Christ, he receives the promise, and then Jesus dies in front of him. Like how many times have we been disappointed by somebody that we put our faith and trust in? You know, a pastor or uh, a leader in some capacity, uh, maybe uh, perhaps passes away. We thought we were going somewhere together. We thought we were going to do something and they die or they... Mm -hmm you know, they drift away from the faith or they fall in some capacity.
1: Excuse me for interrupting. make me think of that wonderful pastor, Vaughn Gerald. Yeah. Who was so strong and so good. And, you know, he started the Overland missions and was very much a part of it. And several of our young people followed, you know, in his footsteps and went with him. And then all of a sudden, one day, they're driving somewhere, he and his wife, and he dies. Yeah. Just like that. Just, I mean, brain, some brain bleed. Something happened yeah. inside him internally,
2: yeah. and he's gone. All right, right.
1: And everybody was just staying around, going, "What just happened? We had all these promises. We had all these forward goings. We had all these ideas. Yeah. Now no, what I mean. do we do? Well, Jesus said, "You keep going.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You don't trust a man. You trust right. God. You trust right. Jesus. Yeah.
3: Those mm-hmm. ideas haven't dissipated because they were all in Christ. It wasn't in von gerald right mm-hmm. um but uh uh the thief on the cross you know experienced that firsthand and um he had a, a, a perhaps a glimpse or a faith in, in of the resurrection or of you know the heavenly kingdom mm-hmm. so uh, this you know this is like the 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 kaleidoscope or the diamond of the belief experience you know. Uh, Belief is not just a completely ethereal. Uh, we we you know we believe in in things that are true. Sure, right? Amen.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <What>? Amen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this, this, I you were that keep that required a. Yeah, yeah. Amen. I'm, uh, yeah. Listening. Like uh, that.
3: So waiting. As opposed to you know fantasy, the you know, the SpongeBob belief uh, in, in in the conch kind of thing, just because you rubbed it right a couple of times, it uh, it produced a result. Uh, that's uh, a bit of a crapshoot. Uh, Jesus adds some other dimensions to the salvation experience, and uh, primarily, I'm, I was looking through reading through Matthew's gospel, and he adds. Uh, very interesting. He who endures to the end shall be saved.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Boy. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, well, this is getting more complicated and, and longer and, and uh, more tedious. Mm-hmm. He endures to the end, uh, uh, endorses uh, the word hupo meno. And in, right. in, in Hebrews ten thirty six it says, For you have need of endurance. So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So there's a kind of a quid pro quo here. Um, yeah. And I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not rushing into a, a works gospel. But no. there's requirement that after you've done, you know, after you've eaten your supper, then you can have the cookie. It's, just, yeah. it's really just that simple. Okay. Yeah, there's, a, there's a requirement. If you endure to the end, you shall be saved and uh in in his add to your faith passage peter uses the word uh perseverance if you, you want to uh, look that up in first in peter or second peter 1 6 he uses the word perseverance and it's hupomone uh hupomone which comes from meno.
0: Well, and if you want i can pick that up um first peter one second peter,
2: 2 peter.
0: Oh, second, I I have, I said, I I said it wrong, but I got it right. Uh, right. (laughs) uh, Second Peter 1 5 uh, is the beginning of the passage. It says, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And
1: yeah, I think
3: that's a great
0: point, Mark. Yeah. yeah. So that's a. That's... I, I just look at you know, there's a lot of talk about the unconditional love of God. That is, but membership in his in his kingdom, there's some conditions, like faith in Jesus Christ. Number one, you know, that's. Uh, and that's it and then all these other other things you know show that there's a responsibility um, right. for being in yeah. the kingdom and yeah. you're okay. to just not sit it, you know, apparently we're supposed to add things to our faith wow right. um well, you know so up
1: number two where it says the hebrew 6 11 6 verse if at the end it says he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him So, I mean, we can jump on the the Jesus train and say, yes, I believe, I believe that God sent him, I believe that God raised him from the dead, I believe that he's a rewarder, now I'm just going to sit and wait. Sure. But that's not what what we do, we keep moving forward, you know, like I was saying about the Von Gerald situation, you keep moving forward, Right. you don't get stuck and say, now sit and soak and sour i'm just going but you have to keep diligently seeking yeah and yeah. adding and all those kinds of things
0: right there's uh there's something in bible study uh you know about the present possessive or the the continuing keep on uh yes. you know enduring in your faith or whatever i forget you know i don't obviously don't have uh any uh concrete examples of that but it's you know keep seeking the lord and keep keep doing you know uh, not just you know there's a sort of a uh You know, an instance of this thing is supposed to continue and, you know, you will be saved. You have been saved and, you know, you're being saved. Like, what? Uh, You know, it's sort of uh, all inclusive.
3: What's the integrity of the person who confesses Christ just to get you off his back? Right. Okay. All right. You know, fine. I I agree with you. Christ is (laughs) away from me. You know, and, and yeah, I
0: don't never, know about that. <laughs> the, the heart and they is...
3: Never, they never crack a Bible, and they yeah. never walk in in the uh, uh, the fruits or, or, or the precepts of, of the Christian faith. So what's, what's the integrity of that? You know, uh, Paul says in Galatians, God is not mocked. Mm. God is not mocked.
2: Mm. He who hey, sows
3: to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, and he who mm. sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap it.
0: Yeah. Hey, Bob, as a pastor, did you uh, have a lot of instances of having people come in or reluctantly or, or uh, anything like that?
4: Oh, yeah, sure. I uh, can't remember any specifics, but absolutely. You just come in for a while and, uh, and you don't see them anymore and you call them up and they give you an excuse you know but they're not going to any church right
2: right
4: you know you pray for be concerned about them, yeah but that's that's up to god you know exactly i, I thought of my grand five-year-old granddaughter i was driving one day she was sitting in the back seat she said you know capo it's perseverance <laughs> five years old <laughs> what? what does that mean she goes, you don't give up you don't quit was which, which get
2: that i just don't know, that. I just know
0: that. <laughs> you don't give up you don't quit that's no it that is beautiful. I, I always like the story you tell about the guy when you when you said that god's not here to make you happy
4: right. he got bad at me, he to hell
0: out of
4: me. what well, yeah the end of my sermon he got those to make you happy and then the pastor, I, I was speaking at a church in Pittsburgh. The pastor and him come over to me and he was right in the face. I said, What's the matter? Why? He said, Something you said. I said, Why, What did I say? And he said that God does exist to make me happy. I said, Well, I don't think so. I, said, I don't read that in the Bible.
3: Well, it doesn't seem to be working, brother, because no, if you had a good look at your face, you're not very happy and uh Wow. Yeah. I'm um, a In a series of um, enter the kingdom statements, Jesus says, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, he says, who does, uh, whoever does the will of my father, he says, uh, become like little children, forsake riches, be born again, pass through many tribulations, and to all seven churches in Revelations, Jesus says, to him who overcomes... So there's a lot of process involved there. There is uh, we is I, I, again. I don't. I don't want. I'm not trying to undermine the thief on the cross's experience and and the truth of his his salvation of his being with with Christ that very day in in uh, in eternity in heaven mm. in his kingdom. Uh, oh. Yet for those those of us (laughs) unfortunate enough to live on another sixty years, (laughs) right, have to trudge through the the Christian life. uh, uh, There's some there's some process and there's some requirement involved here, and there are
2: some elements. And I think there's
0: there's great hope here. I mean if you look at that fourth point of your your thing he who overcomes he who who goes through many tribulations yeah. Yeah. you know and born again that points to a new life um you know of hope of not drudgery you know right. and and you're in a relationship with the father where you want where you live to do his will where you love to do his will um And you represent the kingdom, Uh, you know, there's great hope, great hope in in this. I mean, you know, because that's it. It's like, oh, boy, you know, just kill me now. I'm a (laughs) Christian. Just kill me now. Like, no, now you get to live, man. You get to live like you never have before, uh, where you have to live, where there's no condemnation for those in Christ and where you get to where you get to face your sin and you get to turn from it and over and overcome it you no. come on uh,
3: this is bringing heaven down go ahead Bob.
0: He
3: was put the
4: screw tape letters
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where
4: this demon gets upset because the person he was working on got saved
2: mm-hmm.
4: and the devil said don't sweat it we've got a lot of years ahead to work on them. so we got our ways we got our means so you know don't worry about it, it ain't over yet yeah i
1: know that, and and many of the demons do feel that way i think because they they work on us you know we 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 love our children and we, we raise them up yes. in the house of the Lord and we go. stand on the verse that yes. raise up the child in the way he should go we will not depart from it when that's he's right that's right but we do see our our children walk away from the the the, yep. the faith that's, so to speak that's right um i know they have it deep in their hearts cuz like Arthur says god is not mocked right but he also doesn't his word doesn't go out void and we uh, we just wait we keep praying we keep wondering we keep hoping yep. we keep Presenting Christ to them right. at all times, and uh-huh. so you know it is—it is an overcoming. I know. It is an overcoming. But yeah. how do you overcome? You got to go through something, some tribulation. Yes. Right. You got you got to go through something to so that you can step on uh-huh. the other side and say, "Yep, I overcame that."
2: That's
1: right. Mm-hmm.
3: So, um so the, of flesh and the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The overarching question here is: How do we reconcile right. these lists of requirements with the simple-hearted confession of the thief on the cross? Yes how how do how how do we reconcile this? Um and to in in my estimation, the most gripping and comprehensive salvation scripture is John 17, 3, which says, and this is eternal life that they may know you, right. the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom whom you have sent. Right. Mm. This dynamic of knowing far outweighs the dynamic of doing. Right. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it really does. It's, it's, it's a category unto itself. It's a whole different matrix. Yeah. We talk about this often, we talk about, you know, the, the departure from legalism, uh, the failure of the law to make anything perfect. And uh, yet, and, and that we talk about how we're human beings and not human doings. So, uh, and when we step into this realm of knowing uh it's it's a, it's a different set of rules furthermore it, it defies methodologies you know really uh try to lay hold of of just how to know someone um uh, th- th- there's not a lot of books written on the subject <laughs> you know sure. how to, how to know someone it, it, how to have friends i i know that that's a book out there i've, mm-hmm. I've seen that one time um, only the realm of knowing uh, it, only in the realm of knowing can we practice things like forgiveness and reconciliation right. only through knowing is loving possible mm-hmm. so knowing is uh, uh, conclusive and it's also inconclusive at the same time and mm-hmm. this is a great mystery yeah. so if we bring it down to the terra firma um, it gives us glimpses again. I know Susanna. I know her intimately. I know her well. I know her and I know about her. Um, and yet every now and then, especially sometimes in these family gatherings, you know, some story will come out. That just happened about a week ago or something. Some story will come out. And I'll say, You never told me that. I didn't I didn't, I didn't know that about you. Really? <laughs>
1: layers of me that you know that oh, yeah, that's what
3: I'm afraid, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of excited about too because there's there's a lot of discovery um, left there
1: right you know there are a couple of places that where jesus tells you know a couple par- parables about knowing people and not knowing people and yeah in matthew um 7 21 it says not everyone who says to me lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven right. but he who does the will of my father in heaven Many of you will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done all the many wonders in your name? And this is the hard one, 23. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Right. Yeah. Depart from me, you practice of longness. Yeah. It's not a matter of just standing up and doing all these, these great things, right? right. These great, you know, performances, These, right. you know, the things you think of Moses and the, the sorcerers of Pharaoh's could, could rep- recreate the things that the yeah. snake, you know, the staff training a snake and the blood turning water turning blood. They could, they could recreate those things. Yeah. Mm. So there are people out there that we have to be careful when we say, you know, just call yeah. the name of Jesus. You have to be careful. Do you really mean it? Is it in your heart? And, yeah. and it goes back to the looking yeah. at the heart thing with David right. and if and when you said this about, you know, how do you reconcile, I said, it's not works, it's showing the fruit of your salvation. Indeed, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, uh, that's just, I consider that a passage in Matthew, one of the scariest <laughs> verses in the Bible, I never knew you, and in um, Matthew, you can always go, well, that's, you know, that's for the Pharisee, that's for those guys who, you know, who claim to be with God, but aren't really with God. Um, but I, I, they, there's a parallel verse to that in Luke 13. Um, and it says it's Luke 13, 25 and 26. And um, it, it says, when once the master of the house is risen up and shut the door, you will begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. He will answer and save you. I do not know you. Where are you from? And then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But he will say to you, I tell you, I do not know you, where you were from depart from me all you workers of iniquities and in that one you know all you know they just had a meal with him, and uh you know that's for the peripheral uh uh, uh people who go to church twice a year um who don't really have a relationship will be like yeah i i uh you know i went to the the, the christmas mass um <laughs> And, uh, you know, so that, that again, points to those enduring qualities of of faith and and heart relationship with the Lord, you know, and the fact that, you know, he points out iniquity in both passages. So if you're living a life of sin, um, you know, it's indicative of you're not loving, you know, where you started, Arthur's, where, you know, where it goes here is if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. You know, it's like I said, there's a responsibility for our relationship with the Lord to represent him and spirit and truth There it know. really
3: is and, and um these are some of the ingredients of 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 a love relationship as i expressed mm-hmm. in in knowing susanna if i didn't if, if i didn't walk in that if i didn't show some fruit or some evidence of of my love for her in, hmm. in various ways whether it's uh, uh clearing the table or uh you know, vacuuming the floor or, um, you know, all the elements of, of relationships. Some of them are very pragmatic, but, mm-hmm. but some of them are far deeper and, and, and more intimate mm-hmm. and more life-giving. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's, a, 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 as I said before, it's a real kaleidoscope of elements that we really, sometimes you think you lay hold of it, but then you haven't. And, and then you think you have, and, and then you think you haven't. And, and we ping pong back and forth on this. We do the same thing in our relationship with Christ. How many days, I'm sure we could go around the table and talk about how many days we've, we've faced the day and, and saying, where is God? I, 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 don't, even, I, I don't even know if I, I really know him
0: where is he? well well Where's well and and you know that's that's scary uh but yeah. i like to think if, if you're if you're in that situation where you're up and down and, and around i think that just points to your relationship with god um mm-hmm. do you do we need to know him more absolutely um yeah. but we but you know in christ you know him um mm-hmm. you know and uh yeah, sorry, I, did, I got a little worried there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know that Christ, song. come on. We come back You're to such that a good song. actor that I, I just, I really bought into your struggle.
3: Uh, <laughs> but as I say, we you read the Psalms and you hear David's struggle. Christ doesn't leave us alone in the world. He gives us plenty of examples of, mm. uh, of believers who... Uh, have the same struggles and and, Mm.
2: and
3: the same concerns in the, in the context of relationship. Yeah. How is it possible? Um, What's going on here? So that, so uh, like the, again, as I said, the dynamics of relationship, it's a, it's a whole different matrix. So what, what does it mean to know God? What, what does it mean? That's a, that's a, that's a powerful question. What does it mean to know anyone? Mm-hmm. As I just expressed uh, in the in the terra firma, there are some elements. Uh, I know some things about Bob. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to tell you today because uh, it wouldn't uh, be
0: <laughs> it would <laughs> <work. laughs> <laughs> what is it that you know
3: <laughs> here and you all the Mark, things I know yeah, about Bob knows about Mark <laughs> knows things about Bob too <laughs> Bob's life is an open book here
2: yeah, it is uh,
1: I think most of our lives are open book but but and we and we do have yeah failings and we do get nervous and we do get scared do I really know God do I not yeah. really know God um but I think that's the diligently seeking
3: part sure there's this there's this tedious piece about knowing and knowing about <laughs> the difference between knowing someone and knowing about someone i you know i know about a lot of people historic figures uh, i may have read a biography about so and so or somebody or listened to people on the radio i i know about them but uh whether or not i i know them is very questionable uh, Paul says that in in First Corinthians eight one, uh, he says um, knowledge puffs up, but lo- love is the thing that edifies. Right. That's the that's the key ingredient. And uh, uh, Bob was doing a great study and and preached uh, several, a month or so ago about love, and he was he was really steeped in First Corinthians thirteen yeah. and and looking at some of the ingredients of. Of the love relationship. Um, we might even ask the question, we might be compelled to ask the question, is God even knowable? Uh, I know that philosophers and, uh, and theologians have asked this question, is God even knowable? Right. And God is, is known by virtue of his re- revelation of himself to us. Uh, so, you know, again, the answer is yes, but certainly not exhaustively and only to the extent that he reveals himself to us mm. uh, and and he has and he is and he will uh, matthew eleven twenty five 25 says i thank you father this is jesus speaking again i thank you father lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes bob's granddaughter like bob's granddaughter five exactly.
2: years old per
1: yeah. yeah you know it is true because uh, you you think that all these wise people during that time
2: yeah jesus
1: was there and he would say things like aren't you a teacher of the law don't, don't mm. you know
2: that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. don't you know this yeah and mm-hmm. they're
1: like uh no, I, but i, but I <laughs> kind of thing. you know um so knowledge of god i i agree i don't think you can ever know god completely
0: he can know us one of the one of the guys in my uh uh, freedom in christ class uh in our in our last session um uh, as we concluded he said that uh he had a choice between uh he's in seminary currently He, he had a choice between um doing something with this uh his seminary group to discuss points of theology or to attend this last class and he has been transformed by the steps of freedom in Christ, and so he chose our class. And he and he says that you know, um, you know, what what did it for him? What and what has changed his life is the fact that he he now knows that he is free in Christ, and he can apply the the truth of the bible to his life you know uh, experientially you know uh whereas before it was sort of just sort of a dry uh you know uh debate over certain points of doctrine or whatever and he right, said yeah, this yeah. he said this is what people need to know is that we can live out our faith you know and yeah. joy and freedom and uh that's knowing god and and you know Personally, knowing him and living with him,
3: there's something in the human plane that's very uh, intoxicating about sitting around the table and pontificating about uh, uh, this nitpicky little point and this little tidbit of information. And well, I know this, and did you know that? It's like you know, it's like car playing, and there's something very intoxicating about that. But yet, uh, it's not very life giving. Uh, like you're you're. This person experienced um, you. What do you walk away from the table with uh, other than perhaps a sense of pride that you uh maybe, uh, uh trumped all the other players and, and you, you had the richest uh, uh, insight and, and wisdom uh, to bring to the table. Uh, and that's not a great thing to walk away from because God resists the proud <laughs> and gives more grace to the humble. So um, the the humility of the uh, childlike love and affection that we're called to have for christ is uh is 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 really the desire of 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 our hearts you know jesus said of the pharisees when they prayed their lofty prayers he says they have their reward Mm -hmm. they have so they're admired by men big deal they're they're admired by men for 20 minutes and, and and that's their reward and how much of, of worldliness um, echoes that sentiment? You know, whether you're a you're a movie star or you're on stage or you have your 15 minutes of fame, and everybody exalts you and looks to you for answers and says, "Wow, what a great guy!" Uh, and, and and then it's over. You've had you have your reward. Lucky you. Put it on a on on a coffee mug, and and you know, and, and I- rejoice temporarily
4: yeah i was
0: at a i was at a customer's house yesterday and i looked um they had all these pictures on this table and i noticed i was like hey that's a picture with them with nancy pelosi and that's a picture with them and brian dennehy and i'm like i'm like wow this person is somebody apparently you know or or travels in these circles but but you know do they know them i don't know but you know the the big relationship that matters the most obviously is god so the world would say oh i know you know name dropping um but uh
1: one for you mark with that one yeah we had a neighbor next door she was she was a very interesting person um miss pat and she was uh she had been a um a reporter for the bbc yeah she was from england and everything and we would often, you know, come and go have dinner in her house. They, she and her husband would have dinner with us. And when the girls were being homeschooled, she gave them theater lessons. And so they did, They did, you know, acting and they did you know, stand and speak and, you know, learn to, to recite poems and things like that. So we, 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 But it cracked me up because in her house, in her downstairs bathroom, which was accessible to the general public, who came to her home were all these pictures just like the ones you were talking about her with this person her with that person her with this person her reagan with person.
2: malcolm yeah. x you know all kinds i her. mean she yeah.
1: just she had all these but i thought it was funny that it was in her bathroom
0: yeah that is strange <laughs>
1: why is it in your bathroom why do you have your you know yeah. ronald reagan that <laughs> nice to have you Pat. Uh, malcolm x nice dead Pat. i'm like it's in your bathroom yeah
2: that's usually <laughs> <your laughs>
3: That you get to uh, hang in Pat's bathroom. Um, Mm -hmm. It was, (laughs) I had one. What good is that?
0: (laughs) Mm, Right. So there you go. Who
3: who was the actor that played Ironside? Uh,
0: Uh, Raymond Burr.
3: Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. So back in the eighties, I drove a limousine for a big company. And so Raymond Burr, was staying at the uh, uh, Four Seasons Hotel, where all the celebs stayed yeah. at, in in Boston, and coming out of the hotel, and some people rush over to him and say, "Oh, we know you, you, yeah, yeah, we know you, you're Orson Welles, right? <laughs> you know." And <laughs> I thought, uh, how what? tragic, you know, to yeah. to be known but yet get it wrong yeah. too, mm-hmm. at the same time, and. F- you know what if we do that with the lord right we, we know but we get it wrong and mm-hmm. those are the people that are are i never knew you at, at the door I, I never knew you and, and clearly you never knew me as well mm. so um mm. what is it that compels us to know god we know that ecclesiastes 13 11 says he or oh, 3.11, says he has put eternity in our hearts. Right. So he has woven into our being, since he's the creator, he has woven into us uh, a desire to seek after him. And for some people, it only translates into a desire to seek after something, right? It's mm-hmm. that void. It's that hole. I, I, you you feel as though you're searching for something that you just can't really I- identify or grasp or 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 put some meat on uh, so he is—he's actually placed in our design a desire to know him, uh, and and Romans five five says now hope does not disappoint. So this is this is a hope that we have to to know him because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who He has has given to us so Mm -hmm. the the onus is on god he reveals himself he um uh draws us you know he uh pursues us Uh, i like to say i love to say that he he actually woos us Mm. as a lover you know he is the the lover of our souls and he woos us unto himself um sometimes like c.s lewis said of himself kicking and screaming You know the most reluctant convert. Which and there's a a new moving movie coming out. Um, uh, The most reluctant convert. So, does God want to know us? Like that's a great question because the truth of the matter is, why would He (laughs) really? I mean, we're a mess and a half. We're really, you know, (laughs) at least at one point, you know, he confessed to uh, to Moses. I, I regret uh uh making yeah. making man right. uh okay. mm-hmm. More to Noah. I, uh and and so you know but john 3 16 says but for god so loved the world mm-hmm. right so indeed he he not only right. wants to know us but he uh longs to draw us into that life-giving mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. It, it breaks his heart when when we drift away when we Uh, you know, try to stand on our own righteousness and laurels and, and enjoy those, those temporal moments of uh, exaltation, yet forfeiting, you know, the very, the very life-giving essence of, of, of what he has for us. We're, we're settling for junk food, you know, where, where he's got a banquet, uh, uh, a table prepared for us in the presence of our enemies. Mm. Hebrews 12.2 12.2 says, for the joy that was set before him. There's a joy that was set before Christ uh, that he endured the cross. And that, that joy, of course, is the relationship that it sealed with us, right? So he not only wants to uh, uh, know us, but he was he's proactive in the relationship. He steps out and says, I, I want to know you and I want to take away the barrier that prevents us from having a relationship. Mm-hmm. This uh, this element of sin, I want to take that off the table right. so that we can have an unbridled fellowship and that freedom that is found only there in mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
3: so So uh, I hope this is, uh, uh, you know, this is uh, rich and, and helpful for all of us mm-hmm. as we consider our salvation uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to flip on or, or make a dogmatic statement about about one side of the coin or the other. You know, once saved, always saved. Or if you can drift from this relationship or lose it in some capacity, uh, I think it's uh, you, you know in, in um, John's uh, you know in one of John's epistles, he says, you know they they departed from us. It's John's two nineteen. It says they went out from us because they they were never of us from the beginning oh, to be right. to, to start with. So right. that into the condition of the heart. Maybe they made a confession with their mouth, but their heart was never in it.
2: Yeah Arthur, I got
0: the I got the answer that uh once saved, always saved. If indeed you were saved.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to
0: begin How's with that. Right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: And I just wanted to finish up with uh First Corinthians 13. Arthur bringing up that Pastor Bob had preached on the, the love chapter. Right. But the ending of it is so important to me is the first Corinthians 13 12 it says now we see in a mirror dimly but then face to face now I know in part but then I shall know just as I've also known
3: or fully known yeah some some translations say fully known I love that passage thank yeah, you for,
1: that just thank you it for all, reading that, me, that because just brings it all together
3: that's the mm. knowing element and and I think if we really consider it, if we really just go sit by the stream someday and think about these things uh, and ponder it, this is, how do we long to be known by someone? You know, we try to express ourselves sometimes, Uh and and we see somebody's countenance fall, or we see that we really haven't made Uh the point, Uh or we see that we really haven't, yeah. revealed ourselves uh, or we're misunderstood somehow and and that grieves us and and then you go and try harder and we get involved in all these dynamics wow. of of speech and and relationship and it's the desire of our hearts to to be known even or to know even as we are are, are, are fully known or uh and and to be in that perfect like like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, yeah. where there's there's no divisiveness, no. there's perfect love, there's perfect agreement, there's perfect mm-hmm. unity. Mm-hmm. We long for that. That's right. We really genuinely mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we we touch the hem of the, the garment, you know. We, right. we sit around the table and, and we we get to know and we do know each other. And mm-hmm. and we get a and we glimpse God in, in that whole process.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, mm-hmm. oh, Pastor Bob, you want to close us out? Yep.
4: Father, thank you for this blessing we do, as Paul said, that I may know him. The power resurrection and the fellowship of suffering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our desire today, Lord, to know you. Thank you that you poured out your love into our hearts by your spirit, that we can love you. We can love mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. We can love the lost. And uh thank you for that love, that supernatural godly love that you poured out into our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for you've enabled us by your grace, and mercy, and love to uh to do your will here on earth. And we do look forward to that joy that is set before us, that someday we will be with you and know you as we are known that experience uh heaven mm-hmm. forever in your presence. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the study. Thank
2: you for this time together. In Jesus' name, pray Father. Amen. Amen. Amen.